welcome back to the Ladies of Selling LA Luxury podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Angel Collins, and we have a special guest today, Mr. Kevin Lachini from Clear Cap Lending. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Um, so you're probably wondering why we brought him on, but it's a very important and imperative role to, um, you know, this entire series, because I know that buying a home or even buying your first investment property is really overwhelming and a lot of people don't know where to start. And I think the part that's the most uncomfortable is the financial aspect and the lending part, right? Um, picking out a pretty home or what works or, you know, going to check out investment properties doesn't seem to be as much of the problem. So it really starts with the most uncomfortable conversation and they start with your mortgage broker. And so we are going to have a three-part series to unpack the myths of lending that are still going around, share why everyone is uh, not a traditional mortgage client and what you can do if you're not, and when to know when you're ready to buy your first real estate investment. So let's jump right into the first one. I'm super excited. I don't think that you were prepped for this, so it's going to be Winging it, which is the best kind of conversations. Um, so let's break down some of the lending myths that people, you know, that are holding back people today from buying their first home or investment property or anything that you see for the top three myths in the lending world. Can you start with the first one? Tell us what you think the top three are. I have my idea, so you go ahead yeah, with yours. Yeah, I'm going to try not to mimic yours. Um, so the first one I'd probably say is that... Um, I don't declare all my income or I didn't file my tax returns last year and I'm late or that everyone thinks everything has to be squeaky clean and perfect. It does not. Um, so there are loans for people that don't declare all their income or declare it, but write everything off. Self-employed people. Um, there's there's a program for everyone, really. Are you going to break down those programs when we talk about traditional mortgages in the next one with Anne-Marie? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, I kind of think that kind of aligns with one of mine, which is I cannot qualify. So most people just think of the, you know, traditional programs that you guys are going to kind of go over the 30 year fixed mortgage W2 type, you know, um, borrower. And I don't think a lot of people realize that there is like a creative loan program for almost anyone. So that was my number three, actually. And they can also be 30 year fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, what's your next one? Um, the second one is probably if they have a bankruptcy or collections or bad credit, people automatically assume that it's done. It, it, it can't be done. That That is a myth as well. What? You can buy properties with terrible credit? Uh, not, well, I guess <laughs> you can buy, you, there are loans for, for terrible credit too, but okay. you know, let's, let's speak affordable. We don't want to yeah, veer but- outside of the rates too much. So at a higher interest rate than conventional, you can buy a home with a bankruptcy within the last year, um, a foreclosure within the last two years. These are two things I just learned. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you can have a 580 credit score. Uh, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there, there are a lot of programs. And so you shouldn't try to make that. First of all, you don't know what's on your credit. You need to let your mortgage broker pull your credit. A mortgage FICO is different than a FICO 3, which is what you get on Credit Karma and the ones that they sell you on on the internet. Our FICO is different. Someone that has a 780 may have a 710 with us. Someone that has a 710 there may have a 780 with us. So let us determine that. And we'll go through the credit. That's why you want a professional looking at it. Most people are hesitant to do it because they're embarrassed that there's a collection or whatever. So to 
throw that out of the window. I don't think I've seen one person without something minor on their credit, no matter how much money they make or how responsible they are. It happens. Life happens, get, for yeah, sure. Get over it. I've seen it a hundred times. Nothing you show me will surprise me. So it's better to let me at least see it and, and give ideas on how to fix it right away because sometimes these things take three months to fix. So okay. there's also stuff on there that you may not know. So again, going back, credit is, is definitely another area where there's so many people have so many... Um, just re reservations about it, so. So, and then on credit too, I know you guys, uh, Hian, you had made a comment about you want to give the affordable loans. So when we say that there is a program for everyone and he said that there's a program for everyone, um, that also means that the interest rate because you're a more risky borrower can be astronomical. And so can yes. that even be worth the time to do that? So he was trying to give you the more affordable ones so that way it's not an astronomical um purchase um but yeah credit it's crazy because it's 580 only with it's conventional too right 580 you, you no you can do uh I mean, fha i have a i have a loan program with 20 percent down and you pay the uh first four years of interest up front which is not normal but we don't even pull a credit report on that one no oh, so you don't even have to have any credit you don't have to have a social you don't have to have a credit history nothing and is it hard money rates so 4.75. What? Yeah. Okay. It's so actually very hard to conventional right now. Wonderful. So. But that's a that's a riskier loan. So th right. this is, again, what I would have to talk to a yeah. client about. But that's a five-year loan, meaning it matures uh, in five years. So you have it. to have a plan in five years because they're going to, it's going to be an interest-only payment. They're going to send you a letter 90 days to the five years, and they're going to say, you got to pay everything back. Got it. So okay. we want to have a plan. That's not for everyone, but. Right. Yeah. But even just hearing that, like you you are listening, if you don't know the basics, a hard money loan is pretty much like, I always say it's dark money. It's like, yeah, if, I feel like it's, well, it's not like it's bad, but you're paying crazy interest usually and points up front typically just to borrow the money because you're a high risk borrower. Um, so just to know that you even have an option, you know, where a five year plan needs to be in place. Um, I mean, but you don't have to be a high risk borrower either. You can be a paper borrower and just use it as a tool. You and I buy properties with yeah. hard money all the time. Yeah. And then we just get out of it later. Yeah. Because that's that and it's quick. strategy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. So, which we're going to talk about on the third episode. I'm excited for it. Okay. So we talked about not qualifying or thinking that you need to have like all of your income to be, you know, squeaky clean. Yeah. Like you need to be that in the box conventional buyer. And then we talked about credit. What would you say is the third myth that you think keeps people back from starting the conversation? More often than not, they'll go on websites and try and research um, things on their own. And that's what holds them back. So people will have a collection account, for instance, and they'll go, can I get a house with a collection account? They go on Google and Google gives them a website <laughs> and then they read on it. And some website obscurely says, no, you can't. And so I'm going to say the internet is the <laughs> third myth. So the internet altogether, if you're just know that when you're on the internet, all the information on there could be or could not be true. That depends on what site you're going to. But most importantly, go to the bottom of this, the page and look at the license number and look where it says some, most of the times it will say, this website is not a mortgage origination company. We do not lend money. That <laughs> means that they are going to, you're going to put your name and phone number in there and they're going to sell that for a hundred dollars 
a pop to like six different brokers and they're going to start calling you, you know, an unbelievable amount of times. <laughs> so you're not on a webpage where a professional is, is, is giving Dining you advice. Them. So call someone, you don't have to be buying a house to call someone and you, you should start with your mortgage broker years before you're buying your house. If you have a good mortgage broker, they should be totally fine with working with you for at least a year before Agreed. a purchase comes in yeah. and call them, find out what you need to do because you know, you can start looking for a house. It may take you six months. In that time, your mortgage broker might be able to get your credit score higher, fix problems. So stop relying on the internet. The internet <laughs> altogether, I'm going to call that the problem. or the. I mean, I think with so many issues that we have right now in life, I think the internet could be a huge problem. Sure. No matter what topic you bring up. But yeah, uh, Google is not always our friend. I always say I love that we have access to all information at our fingertips. And I also hate that we have access to all information at our fingertips because everyone listens to what seems to be a professional and it's not it could be like my 14 year old niece on the other side of that website you know or um, just a marketer yeah just or trying just to anyone. get you to sign yeah. up so i actually put down that's a good one i didn't even think of that so i actually put down down payment i think that a lot of people believe that you have to have 20 percent down or you won't have favorable loan terms um as my big myth so a lot of times, especially here in LA, 20% down of a purchase price is a significant amount of money. And so I hear all the time, I'm going to need years to save for that. And I'm like, well, maybe you don't. And maybe you don't need, maybe you only need 3%, maybe you need 3.5% or 5%. So is there anything you want to talk about on that? Yeah, I mean, it, you can go down as low as 3%. There's actually 0% programs. So you can use those as well. We, we have them. They're gimmicky. And um, the, the new ones that came out with the state grants might to be better they just came out but as as far as what we have available to us right now and what we have used in the past the the ones that pay the you can you go three percent down and then someone gives you a grant for the three percent right. we call it dpa programs down payment assistance programs so they take a long time they're restrictive and they they have problems to them is there something over here no, no, he's fixing the oh, camera. Okay. Right. You hear it over here? That's crazy. Um, you so. can hear, do you see her? You see her? Everything. So when we're recording, so, sorry, just I side note. When we're recording our podcast, Kevin is in the other office talking obnoxiously loud. Yeah. And now do you understand why I'm like, I don't want to be a jerk, but shut up. It can, sounds like it's right you here. You can though. hear everything. I'm going to like have these on an office just so I can hear everyone's conversations. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, so down payment assistance programs, it, it, we even have those. So you can go as little as 0% down. We don't like using them because they're, let's just say they're complicated and not always reliable, but reliably. We and can, can I just touch on that too? Mm -hmm. It's also the market, you know, in some places there are homes that are sitting on the market that would take an offer with down payment assistance. But a lot of times the people still want the hottest property yes. and those are going to be the ones that they say, well, absolutely not. I have someone that's putting 30% down or whatever. We're not going to wait for a down payment assistant program to be approved and go through that. Like long. Some process. of them also require additional inspections. So when they're putting a down payment assistance program, they want to make sure the house is in good shape because there's almost no equity in it. Uh, and so they'll have an, an additional inspection come out, not the public ones, but the private ones do. So I would reliably assume 3%. Cameron does that too. I'm like, I can hear it. I know you can oh, hear it. Oh, the touching? Yeah. It's like tap, 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 tap. So I would say 3% is reliable. 5% is, is really the minimum though I would start with or I would suggest to start with. 
Um, because between that 2% difference, your interest rate goes up so much. So 5% is like where the interest rate starts to be pretty good. Okay. 10% even better, 20% the best, 40% just unbelievable. Right. So just whatever you have at that time and what you are able to collect is, is what you need to know. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to add? I wanted to keep this short and sweet and for everyone to be able to hear some myths because the first step I truly believe is the financial aspect of it. So if you have the right mortgage broker, lender, and the right realtor in place, they'll create a plan. So if you're thinking about buying in years in the future, you say, oh, one day I can buy, today's the day to start the conversation. Yep. You know? Um, too long. Yeah, I agree. Um, and especially because interest rates are changing, markets are changing. So you could have been able to buy two years ago and you just thought you weren't able to, and then it could have cost you money in interest rates and prices later. So I'm a firm believer that the first step is definitely the financial makeup and the plan that you put in place so you know that you're buying responsibly and you're not putting yourself in an uncomfortable space. I always tell people, please, please, I will never put someone in a home where I feel like they're going to ever foreclose on it. Oh, and we'll, yeah. we'll go over that with them too. Yeah. Even if we're within guidelines or sometimes we don't have guidelines, we talk to them and Okay, so you know you're we're not taking any income docs. How are you planning on paying this five thousand yeah. a month? We'll go over that with them. Yeah, because Kevin definitely has a conscience. <laughs> he yeah, he yeah, overthinks yeah, everything. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. I'm so excited. Um, just so everyone knows where to find us, we're at Ladies of Selling Online Luxury, um, uh, and then also on Instagram they took our handle, so we are right now the Ladies of Selling Online Luxury. But everywhere else we are at Ladies of Selling Online Luxury. So go find us, um, and we are excited to jump into the next one, which is don't forget it's going to be about the creative loan programs and not being the traditional buyer. And I know a lot of people in Los Angeles that is a topic for you. So until next time, beautiful humans. Namaste.